Hello and welcome to another episode of Midday's Mumbai Cricket Podcast with Leighton Murzalo. My guest today is the India fast bowler Paras Mamre, now Team India's bowling coach and a successful Mumbai Ranji Trophy captain. Welcome to the show, Paras. Thank you, Clayton. Thank you so much for the invite. Uh, yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, let's talk about coaching first up uh, and go back to 2002-2003. Uh, you won the Ranji Trophy uh, for Mumbai as captain and then you announced your retirement. And then we hear talks about you getting into coaching. What made you gravitate towards coaching? Obviously, at one stage, uh, the way things were at that stage, a lot of uh, em uh, emphasis was given on the youngsters, really. And I, I had to think about it then because I was already 30 by then. And uh, even after performing for a couple of years, wouldn't get an opportunity. So I thought uh, maybe this was the time for me to look for something else. Uh, coaching was always my passion. I did coaching while playing as well. I enjoyed it. Uh, while coach uh, while playing as well but uh, but yeah that was one of the reasons because even in my last year i still remember i had picked up around 25 wickets and uh, i wouldn't get an opportunity to play best zone nothing would come through a lot have a discussion with a lot of senior guys a lot of selectors and they said you know we are looking at younger blood and rightfully so maybe they had the they had their right their opinion was you know their right opinion about it but for me it was like what do i do next even after performing I thought I would never got an opportunity. I said, let me look for something else, something which I'm very passionate about. And that's, what the, that's one of the reasons I, I moved to coaching. I had started, planned it maybe a couple of years before, or what I would do kind of uh, after I retire. So, so I think gradually, it was a very gradual step, not a jump that I took just after ret uh, retirement. It was just a gradual transformation from being a player and, and then a coach itself. Yeah. You said you did coaching while you were playing also. Uh, I had got an opportunity, uh, and thanks to Mr. Makaran Wengard, got an opportunity to coach the under-16 Karnataka team. Uh, there was a camp in Bangalore and uh, he said, why don't you just uh, come and join with the under-16 kids. And I said, uh, yeah, that's a great opportunity for me to get into something formal coaching as well. So I think that's, that's where it started. I also did a little bit of one-on-one -on -one personal coaching with a lot of kids out there. A lot of kids would come to me and would ask me what, what kind of the advice they wanted from me and, and that's kind of uh, also kind of I was doing it simultaneously. So, so yeah, it was a simultaneous, uh, you know, it wasn't a big jump, but a gradual transformation for me. Talking about big jumps, uh, do you see a big jump in the attitude towards fast bowling today in India? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a lot of awareness. People have realized uh, the importance of having quality bowlers in fast bowling in your team. Outright match winners. Primarily, if you want a game wins abroad, you got to have quality fast bowlers to deliver. And I think that's what the shift has been. Also, IPL is a big help in terms of interacting with uh, international players. The quality of bowler, batsmen they bowl to in terms of the shorter format that they are doing uh, right now. It's, it's a big, big help as well. I would also say fitness is a big playing a big part. Maybe when I was playing, the awareness wasn't there. There were no means to kind of the good uh, trainers around. But now with the amount of trainers, quality trainers that we have at state level teams, the junior cricket teams, I think that's really helping the fast bowlers. Now, despite you being uh, some sort of a product of uh, a bowling scheme, do you see a departure from the traditional way of Mumbai cricket also to get stronger in fast bowling? Should there be a departure in that thinking? I think you have to look at, you have to look at all departments. You're obviously looking at batting is one which has been solid. You see a lot of uh, Indian batsmen, you see Indian Mumbai guys playing for India, representing yeah. the country. I want to see uh, other than Shardul uh, recent currently who's with the Indian team. I want to see other individuals as well. So, so yes, you will have to look into it. 
as I said, you'll have to start planning maybe right now, figure out 10 names that you want, 10 fast bowlers that you're looking at going at playing future. Start a camp right now. You know, look at what are, how are we going to develop those fast bowlers. What are, we able to, what are the things that you'll be able to provide them right now so that they are well prepared when they play for the state and then create a pathway for them to kind of then move on to, to represent India. So I think you'll have to sit right now and say, where do you see three years down the line uh, Mumbai cricket going in terms of the fast bowling department. What did that scheme do to Mumbai cricket? Prior to that, yes, there were coaching, there were coaches around. But obviously with the scheme, you had uh, Frank Tyson who had come in, who, who kind of emphasised the importance of fitness at a younger age, which everyone, I guess, at that, for who were part of the camp did benefit. And also in terms of the awareness of biomechanics. By then, you know, it wasn't there. I've never heard the word biomechanics prior to that. So, so when Frank sir started, we had discussions around what is biomechanics, what is the importance of uh, uh, biomechanics in fast bowling. Things started, uh, you know, in the right direction, moving in the right direction. A lot more awareness for the players, for myself as well. You know, you start understanding a lot about yourself rather than someone telling you, yes, you need that help as well. But I think you, it starts, uh, you need to start thinking about your own bowling. And I think that really helped me to understand my body my bowling, my limitations and the areas I feel I could have, uh, I need to improve in. Uh, I know that there were other coaches apart from Tyson, but what made Tyson more than just a damn good coach? The one thing I really, really uh, liked about uh, Frank sir was he was a teacher. And I think coaching is it's a lot about imparting the knowledge, yes, but the communication bit is extremely important, how you impart that knowledge. Your messages, you want to pass on a certain message. But, but the value of uh, passing out the message in a certain way so that every individual that you speak to understands the language. And I think that was his, his strength. He was, excellent, he was a teacher by profession, so he exactly knew how to interact with the kids and simplified things for us. So I think that was, yeah, that was spot on. And that's something which kind of really uh, influenced me a lot uh, going ahead as well. You come from a school, Our Lady of Salvation, uh, which did not have a cricket team. So, what made you uh, go to cricket as it were? It's, it started from the building, really. I think, uh, you know, obviously I lived in a complex with a lot of kids. And luckily we had, uh, uh, within the complex had a ground, small ground, which uh, which a reasonable size ground. At for, Worley? At Worley, at Venus. And they had a, a concrete pathway in the middle of that ground, which was around 18, 20 yards. So, it's kind of for, for the kid, for kids to play was good. And I think that's where it all started, you know, playing every day with your friends. And every every month or by every few months, they would change. Uh, we would play cricket, we would play hockey, Olympics going on, that we play hockey, that would be footy, you know, football or whatever. Every, every, we tried every sport. But I think kind of for me, I thought I was a lot drawn to cricket. And you always bowl fast? Always, always. Whenever I got an opportunity to watch uh, cricket on TV, television, which was quite less in those days, you know, in terms of the coverages were less. For me, I always admired uh, Kapil Dev. For me, he was my, and when I started off, definitely my role model. And whenever I did get an opportunity to watch New Zealand, so Sir Richard Hadley was the other one. So, so always wanted to manage then, said that, yeah, I want to go fast bowling. And it's, it's, and at a certain age, I think when you're kids, when you have a little bit of pace, it's, it's easier to kind of scare your friend who's batting at the other end. So I think that also gives you a thrill, right? You know, seeing someone being scared. And the whole intention then was, uh, Clayton was not that it was, you know, just being professional, having, it's just fun, having fun out there 
uh, being able to scare your friends have those kind of discussions after the game you said you did this are ye kiya maine tere ko tere dar gaya tu wo dar gaya you know those kind of things so i think that's that's where it started kind of for me fast bowling yeah and then you went to ramakan archrekar who pushed you there i spoke to my dad and i said dad i just want to i think uh, you know i've developed this interest and i want to pursue it a little further is it possible to for me to uh, go and play some professional kind of you know very uh, structured not professional i would say very structured cricket a little bit at shivaji park which i lived in uh, worli so 15 minutes uh, those days uh, bus by bus time if you travel was not much so he said Let, let's go so one day we went in the evening out there when all the nets were going on so i went to he took me to tiwari sir you know you were rajan tiwari rajan tiwari and uh, just landed up uh, the nets because we, that was the nearest way we uh, saw the lot of kids practicing so we went and uh, spoke to uh, tiwari sir and said uh, i want to practice i want to start to he said that's fine you come uh, next day so so start that's where i actually started a little bit i was there for a couple of months and uh, one day tiwari sir came to me and said i feel uh, he may have seen a lot of uh, maybe he may seen talent in me but he just just uh, magnanimous came came forward and told me that paras i think you should go to uh, archrekar sir it'll help your game i still admire him for that it's not easy to suggest someone that you know go to someone else but he saw, i think saw the bigger picture the larger picture and said uh, you know he saw some talent in me he said why don't you go to archrekar sir and that's where i shift went to archrekar sir the next day we went to archrekar sir and i said you know tiwari sir has sent me i had a chance want to talk to you i want to join these nets so archrekar sir said why don't you come the next day and i want to have a look at you and uh, then we'll take it forward so the next day next evening i landed up on one of the nets bowled uh, bowled for half an hour 45 minutes i don't remember and he said archrekar sir told me said yeah you come from tomorrow archrekar sir had i think four or five teams playing in different divisions mm. so i think he wanted to have a look at me saying the which division and depending on which uh, where i was he said so that's where it started from archrekar sir tell us the story about you bowling to tendulkar and not knowing who you were bowling to yeah that's a that's a funny one really i have not played i had not played school cricket at all so for me i was i only started playing after my 10th so till then obviously by, you hear you read in the papers a lot of performances and players playing and names of the players around but uh, but physically you couldn't uh, connect to it so so i used to practice at shivaji park every evening we used to practice out there and archrekar sir ran uh, simultaneous nets in and sasanian which is uh, azad, azad maidan yeah so he had one net in sasanian and one net on kamath memorial so i was in the one of the afternoons i was practicing at kamath memorial so archrekar sir called me he said why don't you just hop on he had a lambert i still remember i said why don't you hop on so i had a small bag with me so just carried it with me my spike was still on and he said uh, why don't you just come join me so we went across and we rode all the way to uh, azad maidan so there was another nets going on so he said uh, just keep keep your stuff out here and just go and bowl in that net that's all he told me mm. and he handed me a new ball and honestly in in those days bowling with a with a, actually seeing a new ball a leather ball was a rarity so so kind of you have that kick you know opportunity to bowl with a new ball so so he said so i went out there there were other bowlers as well a lot of guys were waiting for some you know for the batsman to walk in marked my run up i was standing at the start of my run up and uh, walks in a walks in a kid with the with the very different pads then in those days equipment was a big thing you know what kind of equipment you're wearing was a big thing because you really couldn't uh, 
obviously an opportunity to buy such equipment you only saw that on uh, cricketers wearing on international cricketers wearing on television so so he, this walks in with a different kind of more on pads uh, he walks in with a white helmet which is ear flaps at sunny on it mm. but no visor and he walked in with a gm bat and mm. obviously someone walking with a gm bat you kind of oh no he wearing using a gm equipment it was different pads so he walked in i started bowling to him bowl to him for 15 minutes and obviously when you i was when i was bowling in kamath memorial i was bowling to those kind of bowlers made that if i could feel, i could i could feel that i was troubling them in terms of the pace a little bit at at 16 year old i yeah. would feel that but out here when this this guy who kid was batting uh, wouldn't trouble him so kind of when you realize and he started whacking everyone all over playing playing us at ease you know enough time to play us so if while walking back to my run up i i spoke to i asked someone else and in, in marathi i said ha kon hai re so the kind of look that that guy uh, the guy gave me is it i said where the hell this guy is come from you know he doesn't know this guy so he just kind of looked at me and said with uh, with surprise saying that tula mait nahi kon hai so i said in marathi i said nahi mala mait nahi i said that's when someone uh, with with pride a lot of pride he came comes into me are to sachin tendulkar hai and prior to that and that's why i could collect uh, recollect it. prior to that he had the world uh, world record partnership you know some 600 runs and there were only a couple of months before that and i said oh are ha sachin tendulkar so that's kind of uh, for me it started because prior to that i'm not uh, i had no cricket at all right and sachin and others were mayu kadrekar so the big names in school cricket for me i only started cricket after my 10 so so that was my kind of introduction sachin tendulkar and i still clearly remember the the expression the the face that guy made i said you don't know this guy i said yeah i said that that's my introduction to sachin you're listening to the mumbai cricket podcast with clayton muzello and soon you were playing age group cricket with sachin yeah because i thought uh, you know obviously uh, what really helped me was acharika uh, sir was one thing but definitely that he played made us played a lot of matches there and for me it was a big step someone who's played only tennis ball cricket moves on to play uh, goes practice every day so what my schedule from there on was pratik sir was i used to catch a 6:45 uh, bus from worli be at uh, shivai park uh, at 7 because in those the morning traffic was very light so 7 o'clock there 7:30 used to start nets so a little bit of warm up wear your clothes, shoes run around and a couple of laps around uh, shivai park and that was a big thing for me to run one lap finishing was was difficult so satrika said don't round dhawaje so i said my god so i think that's what it started so warm up was there he said you run and stretch so basically right now we knew the the importance of warming up now we know the importance of stretching what happens but maybe he his way of telling us we were we, were, we didn't know at all anything at all so he said just run and uh, stretch finish up by 9 by 9:30 we had another we used to play match amongst us or some other team that that uh, game got over at around 4 4:30 we would again uh, start practicing 4 to 6 6:30 
and that was my my kind of routine for a good couple of years so i think that really helped me to catch up with the others which with something which i liked uh, which uh, school cricket that i liked in school cricket allowed me to to catch up with the others in 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 uh, at the age level as well and i think that's that why also playing a lot with someone like sachin a lot of these kids mayur kadrekar i still remember vinod was part of big names then you know so so playing with them bowling to them it just kind of allowed allowed me to develop my game a little better because you're playing against a better batsman uh, better quality batsman so the challenges that you have in the net to kind of getting that satisfaction of getting an edge such as edge getting getting leg before bold so you kind of striving to get a little better and better every day and i think that really helped me with my age group in the next few months which we played under 17 together which was my first year yeah. but yeah so so that really helped me to kind of uh, move on to the age group because you're playing so many games you're playing matches you're learning about the situation playing on different surfaces different kind of outfields you know so everything was different so so i think that really helped me to to move on to the next stage and that was playing uh, age group cricket for mumbai so how did you manage college cricket also because you had junjunwala college and used to attend uh, nets at shivaji park too in those days uh, uh, achrika sir was uh, looking after college other other teams as well so he he suggested to me that i should go to uh, junjunwala where i get an opportunity to play uh, college cricket as well and in those days college cricket was very big you know mm. very competitive and had a lot of importance so i think playing for the right team where you are you actually get an opportunity to play move on to the finals or semi finals at least because those performances were considered then for your selection for the junior cricket uh, for mumbai as well to come into the probables so finding a good college was also important and i think he suggested that you know why don't you join junjunwala because uh, i think you will have a lot opportunity to play cricket as well and and generally kind of he was looking at building a team then he said i want to build a team hmm. so we a lot of youngsters then you know i still remember bimesh shah was one other, one guy who, who who i played with a lot of yeah yeah he was there so a lot of mayur kadregar lot of lot of good cricketer young cricketers who were part of achrekar generally most of them were part of achrekar sir setup we we played together for junjunwala and and i think that's how i moved on to to junjunwala from there but whenever get an opportunity obviously junjunwala then when he, once the college uh, practice started it was in the mornings i still remember in cross maidan we used to practice on sundar mm. we used to practice there so finish those practice obviously the other, you really wouldn't attend you wouldn't attend college that yeah. in those that so you had a lot of off in the in the afternoons and then evening i moved, went to shivaji park to practice so so just had to balance it out but i think that in, in looking back right now as if i think about it i think really helped me because then i put in the number of hours that i wanted it's, it was quantity which which was also required for me to bowl those many balls to understand my bowling get stronger get better have better control i think and those uh, that really helped me you know college and practicing uh, two times a day at junjunwala you encountered uh, hemu dalvi yeah. another prominent fast bowling coach yeah uh, what was it to train under him i think uh, what really stands out for for me with uh, dalvi hemu sir was is is the support that he gave me then you know for a younger young youngster who really comes in for me when i when i came in obviously i was little not as confident about my game trying to understand my game where i am what i want to do you needed someone to support you someone to believe in me saying that you know he's good mm. i still remember there were there was a there was a time where he had to choose between two individuals and 
myself and someone as one other fast bowler okay and uh, he supported me then you know i'm i'm sure he must have seen something in me then to to back me then not not that i'm saying the other person who who didn't make it wasn't good enough he was also good but he saw something in me then and i think that's that something stays has stayed on with me because had i not got the support then my journey would have del- been delayed kind of i had wouldn't have done well at the college level maybe i would have taken a different step i don't know but i think that really really stands out to me for me it was out there the support that he gave me and which was very important then having someone backing you having someone supporting you just gives you a lot of confidence you know and that freedom to go and play not worried about being dropped all the time you know that was also important so that also is important to get as many opportunity that you can and i think that's what really he gave me that give me opportunities to perform and and, and play yeah a uh, big opportunity could have been the uh, a division uh, club level at sundar even now when when some of us we some of our friends do meet the discussion is a lot about those kind of years it's not about yeah you you played cricket overall you played other matches as well your other levels but sometimes something that really st- stays in your stays with you and i think that was year which still stays with me right now the f- memory is pretty fresh i still remember those games sharing the my bowling partner was raju and shirke. Was shirke was senior guy as well he helped me a lot in trying to bowling and you know someone i'm the 17 16 17 18 year old kid who walks in a team playing a, a division cricket against quality batsmen it's 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 daunting enough kind of for a, for a kid like him but you need others to support you as well and and i found a good partner in in raju kind of senior guy who take a lot of uh, burden like like a lot of responsibility and would give me that space help me as well you know to with with my bowling as well in your first game you got seven wickets against shivaji park jimkana at jimkana i remember yes. because shivaji park was a big side really yeah. had, they won uh, the kanga league that year yeah they had yes. won the kanga league so they had some pravin was they played yeah, used to Amre, play for yeah. amre was shivaji park a lot of other names as well first five wicket or seven wicket is always special you know it just allows you to kind of settle down just nervous and saying that hey i know i'm i'm good enough at this level let me just settle down and that's what you want the assurance when you pick up wickets at that level that's what actually did that for me it was like picking those seven wickets against quality players gave me a little that assurance i say no good paras you you're good at this level now now just settle down and let's let's move forward from here uh, your ranji debut uh, against uh, up at kanpur bit of a funny game because uh, mumbai lost on the toss yeah. uh, due to the weather but the next season was uh, quite vital for you do you remember that yeah i remember i think uh, the most of the game against up was washed out yeah there was an opportunity for i think in the 5 days of the play there was only 2 days so they batted for a while and again gave us uh, put us in because there was only a, maybe a session and half left in a game and they declared and we were kind of we lost at four wickets your four wickets were lost yeah but uh, the game was called up and in those days the rule was toss toss yeah yeah so you so unfortunately uh, we lost the toss and we were out of the quarters so i think that was that was where it the, that year ended for me i must thank sanjay for it there was Manzrekar. an op- sanjay manzrekar there was an opportunity that we could have batted you know mm. there was in a game that they had no result in a game so even though he said why don't even we batted the whole whole of the last session it it wouldn't have really mattered but but what he thought was why don't we give uh, someone i i was making my debut so he said someone why don't you get an opportunity for someone for him to get an opportunity to get a feel of bowling at first class level and i think he declared he said yeah. uh, he said he's declared i said uh, we'll put you in 
and I bowled only three of three overs, I think, in in that game. It was a matter of seven, eight overs that had to be bowled, but uh, you know he gave that opportunity to because he he knew that after that would be a toss and it it go either way. You know you still got opportunity to move on, or the season would have ended. And uh, he declared, and I got a, that's where I got a taste of bowling three overs on my debut game at Ranji Trophy. And you have nerves, really. You know, when you go in, it's a, in a debut game. You just kind of so jittery at times. You know, what happens? What ha- what will happen now? I need to perform. There's so many things that are coming to your mind. Say, I need to do this. I need to bowl well. And I want to make it to the team. I want to make it next year. You know what? Because Sanjay obviously was international player, was a big player. So you want to go out there and kind of impress him as well, saying that hey, you know, mm. I'm good enough at this level. You know, thanks for the opportunity. But you know, just just kind of. But yeah, thanks to him, I got an opportunity to bowl three overs, and uh, the season ended. And obviously, next season obviously was a big one for me, yes. because generally you when you have a season, someone you make in uh, a debut, first season is very important, and especially when you're playing for a team like Mumbai. Because first and foremost, your opportunity is pretty less. There's a lot of competition. So if you don't get wickets in in maybe your first two games, then the lot of questions will will be asked, and the other guys also kind of looking and getting an opportunity. So so the first two games are important for on a personal front for me. So I think the first that year was important for me to make that mark to cement kind of cement my place, saying that you know he is good enough. To play for Mumbai, so for me that was important. For me, personal assurance, saying that making the debut, playing for Mumbai, you obviously so much of competition. You you, you come through under 17. I played under 17, but uh, didn't play under 19 for Mumbai. But then again, there was thing, step was didn't make it to the 23 as well at that time because the other players are playing. Yeah. So this Ranji Trophy first year, first few games were extremely important for me. So so I think that that really pushed me kind of go flat out to perform. And kind of little bit cement my place in the team kind of option. So, so that was a very important year, which, which we won as well. You know, which we yeah. ran well. I, I still remember my first five wicket haul was against Maharashtra in Thana, and I clearly remember that season, Kolhapur, a couple of games. So, so yeah, so very important season for me as well. Led by a very strong captain called Ravi Shastri. Fabulous guy. I think. Uh, I think for a younger youngsters to have someone like him to back back you and support you. Are ex- extremely important. I think uh, the way the way Ravi is, you know, generally the person that he is. I still remember one instance which had happened, and uh, we were in Haryana, playing Haryana. It was there. So Muzundar's first game. Muzundar's yeah. debut game. We got. So obviously we went. Uh, in those days, you were allowed to, as as other than the other than the captain, the coach, the players were also allowed to kind of have a look at the wicket, mm. which is which is not allowed right now. You can't go in. So kind of we were we are in Haryana. We game had delayed, maybe a delayed start. So we on the we're looking at the wicket. So I was pretty naive. My first year, obviously, don't know what you could do, what you couldn't do. So I had a ball in my hand. So obviously, I had a ball in my hand, and I just just wanted to see how much bounce you had on the wicket. So just bounce, try to have bounce and on use on the wicket itself. So there was a curator out there. He ran in, ran in from there. Said, "Kya kar rahe ho tum?" You know, I can't do that. So, and and he just blasted me out, and rightfully so. At Faridabad. Yeah, at Faridabad. Rightfully so. He was right. I wasn't allowed to do it, but I was not aware of it. You know, that's. Mm. Ravi was in the dressing room. Ravi saw this in the dressing room out there. What was happening? There was something happening from between the curator and me, and I was quietly listening to it. He ran from the dressing room to the to the uh, pitch. Okay, all the way he ran. Came uh, had a word with the curator. I said, if you have a problem, you talk to me directly. 
no business to talk to my players and henceforth i don't want that to happen i think when something like that happens when you have a captain captain someone who's played represent the country who's a captain of the indian team who was there runs in for you from all the way from the dressing room having his breakfast sitting out there he ran in and kind of defends you i think that's good enough for, for me was there like you know you really feel that you know the importance in the team the value and all of a sudden you kind of a different person i think ravi has the knack to ravi did that in a young age you needed someone to guide you you needed someone to back you and allowed you to play fearless cricket and that's what ravi did and i think very important a lot of others if you have a chat with a lot of other guys you will say the same thing about ravi and i feel that that moment for me was was big because i was just a kid coming into the team my first year in in ranji trophy maybe this was my second game third officially my second game first or second game definitely uh, the first knockout game first knockout game yeah so so for someone like him coming and supporting you in that manner really pumped you up in that and and kind of knowing that yeah you know there's your captain's going be will be there to back you and it makes a hell of a difference and it did for me i think that was that something which i will never forget you're listening to the mumbai cricket podcast with clayton muzello uh mumbai famously won uh, that championship after 8 years and then uh, ravi shastri retired and then the next season uh, tendulkar was leading for uh, all the games uh, in which he was available for mumbai had a different uh, ring of invincibility uh, around that what led to all that uh, you know uh, that toughness and that determination what led to it i think uh, the opportunity for me for a young guy coming in to bowl to the world's best i think every session in the net so actually when you started the nets you every day uh, in the ranji trophy you're bowling to sachin tendulkar you're bowling to ravi shastri your quality player like sanjay manjrekar vinod you know very very high quality players kind of technically correct players mm. so the challenge is always there to get them out in the net so unless you're not at your best at that level you will not get an opportunity to beat them forget getting them out mm. so i think that every day come to the nets challenging yourself as a as a bowler just to gonna get him beat him getting nick getting a nick in the nets was a big plus for me then so i think that's kind of you got into a kind of a thinking every day you're bowling because then the uh, for the margin of making those mistakes for you are far less because your quality balls will also be pushed uh, punished unless that's quality that you feel so you'll have to really pull put up a game uh, push it up to that level where you're bowling to international players so we were actually bowling to international batsmen every day and i think that really helped us to develop our game very quickly uh, because you every day bowling to these quality you have a left hander you're a right hander you're a opener you're a middle order mm. top quality True. spinners so every day you're doing that so every day you would come there i need to get him out i need to get him out and if you were lacked any of the practice sessions rest assured that you had a earful from everyone okay everyone so there was no way that you could come for your uh, practice session and bowl crap uh, bowl those kind of delivery that you would bowl would would not be allowed so you had to be on top of your game every ball every day and that happens during the practice session that happened while playing as well 
so uh, there are couple of uh, i still remember one game that we playing against we playing the finals against punjab mm. at wankhede piled some 600 runs out there and they had ashish kapoor in them yeah and ashish kapoor obviously had bowled in in that game by then was some 60 65 overs so either end he had bowled some 30 35 overs so obviously because of the off spinner's pivot there was a big crater out there where ideally my front foot would land you know so so that was the back of man that was there if i had missed it i would sprain my ankle so that was worried for me so i said what do i need to do so i spoke to i went to sachin i said sachin why don't uh, you know just a request why don't you bowl from that end because that is that is what is happening i said bullshit you want to bowl you bowl from here or you don't bowl you know that's that's a case so there's no excuse that you could give so i said i had no other option then so so i had to bowl but what was his thinking why did he refuse you he said that's it given us given the condition that any game that you're going to play you need to adapt that was his way of saying you find your own solution I mean, he wouldn't say directly saying that oh, i want you to adapt try to work around that that's the way he never functioned that's never functioned like that his way of saying hey, you find your own way to to adapt in these situations and don't look for excuses or if not i have someone else to replace you who's ready uh, who's ready to bowl those spells so i had no other option i said this is the spell because you had an attack where you had someone like abi salil nilesh sai okay and myself so any of the three if you if you miss that opportunity you never knew when you got the opportunity to bowl again so that was what mumbai cricket was then all were match winners on on a given day everyone had performed till then you know nilesh sai abi salil so i for me it was like if i miss this opportunity to bowl that spell of 5 6 whatever overs i don't know when i get an opportunity to bowl again so i had no other option i said fine so what i did was because it was right in between the the crease area i said uh, uh, i moved up a little bit and i think vikram rathod was batting he was batting he got some 160 yeah. uh, some 160. yeah the reply was strong yeah he had some 160 odd so obviously everything field was lined up three two slip three two slip and on gali and point covers mid off and three on the leg side so i moved i bowled a first ball which is little wide away from the crease and i drifted on to the legs and vicky flicked me so that was the first boundary so nothing it's just quiet and you know, everyone capping okay off stump off stump stump or attack line to line bug you know the general lingo that goes on line bug wicket attack second ball again same bold kind of middle leg vicky flicked me boundary through mid wicket so obviously the everyone's kind of now azun ekda nako should not happened again and i said line bug ye wo so for and, and your slip corner was you got vinod sachin uh, sanjay amol and nilesh at gali nilesh at gali so everyone obviously sachin and sanjay and vinod as well so everyone kind of very kakar what are you doing two boundaries again your field is on the offside again the bowling given runs on the leg side third ball i had so much pressure on me i said now i have to deliver i have to bowl a dot ball at least you know two back to back boundary balls let me bowl a dot ball so i kind of wanted to bowl a dot ball again again it pitched on the middle sum flicked me again and it was the middle of the over wasn't the end of the over sachin walks across runs across to my bowling area i said you know and and i something which i can't the language that which he used i can't speak out here but message was very clear i said if you not good enough to play for mumbai right now if you don't bowl well you're not going to good enough to play for mumbai you're not going to play for mumbai again 
So just think about it. And this is in between a spell. And I'm just bold two, three boundary balls out there. So, so, so the demand was such the quality that you had to raise your standard. There was no let off period for you, no warm up balls for you. You know, so those kind of pressure you're dealing with every. But what has what it did was it raised my game so much that because you're trying to initially you're trying to match up to their expectation, but then all of a sudden then because game because goes up, you have that confidence, you that take that your ability to kind of have the control. You had to work on the control. So he had to give you a certain feel. You had to bowl with a certain feel, but at that time, then you had to work as a bowler. Then I had to work on my control. So I had to spend that much time working on the control, working, working on the deliveries, bowling those deliveries. That it helped me to raise my game as well. And that is what pressure everyone went through. But uh, and now, if, if I look back, I think that is that is what actually what really benefited me as a bowler. The demands were such, the expectation for him. He was still playing international test. He was playing test cricket. Yeah, that's the way he he wanted to play test cricket. That message was very clear. This is his expectation. He's it's not going to come down. You have to come up and match up to the expectation. And I think that what really helped us when you see the results with the way we played. It's it's about the attitude, about the, about the effort everyone puts in. There's no debt of period. So I think that has indirectly, if you see from the outcome of the the couple of seasons that he was in. It looked like a team where you know we could win. We won everything, and one of the reasons was was this. Do you give yourself credit that you did not allow that to crush you? Yeah, I had no other option, Glenn. I think I my if you if I wanted to survive in that kind of environment, I had to I had to rise up to the challenge and something which I have loved. You know, something which I've always loved is is a challenge. You know, you it's 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 about having those moments, winning those moments. And drawing that satisfaction from winning, maybe picking up a wicket or setting a batsman up, you know, something which I really loved. So, so I'm that kind of a person. I said someone who likes to take up the challenge. So, yes, it was a little nerve-wracking earlier. Initially, yes, it is because you have to have to match up to it. But uh, if if someone for me, it was like that's the only way I want. This is what I wanted to achieve. This is the only thing I knew uh, that uh, well. I had nothing else to back up back up on. So I said, this is the thing I need to achieve. So I think that really helped me to kind of uh, push push myself as well for the to rise up to that challenge. Uh, there may have been a lot of uh, important matches for you, uh, but I'm just trying to think. Uh, the game, the Bombay game versus New Zealand in '95, you got five wickets in the game. First innings, four wickets. Was that game an important one for you? Yeah, because of the, that gave me a taste of international cricket, bowling to international players. Obviously, you're bowling to a lot of uh, international with the Indian team, Indian players, right? Indian team players. That was an opportunity which gave me to play against quality other sides, you know, other international teams. Someone like Keynes was there. Or yeah, so you got Fleming, you got Toos, you got uh, Toos in both innings. Uh, then there was Shane Thompson also. Yes. And Chris Keynes. Chris Keynes at the great batch. Great batch was also there. Great batch was great form then. You need kind of a games where you kind of playing against international players and performing against them. So that gives you that confidence that yeah, you know, I'm ready to make that shift because I had performed well at the domestic level by then. You know, I had a couple of seasons. There were there were some 50 or 52 wickets. So so at the at the domestic level, I I was pretty assured that you know confident that yes, I'm I'm there on top of my game here. And and amongst the best, if I could say that, but you need a games. You need to play against international bowlers to test your own own character, test your own skills. And I think such game, that game really gave me that kick where you got quality batsmen out. You need that kind of a game where it gives you that confidence, which assures you, yeah, you're ready to make that switch from the domestic level 
to the international level because other than other than that you wouldn't play any other international players then unless there was no IPL or that such where you get an yeah. opportunity to test yourself those kind of the India A or touring sides were the only game that you got an opportunity to bowl to quality international players and test yourself do you remember the day when you got picked to uh, go to England as an India player clearly clearly uh, I was uh, you know I'll just before that I'll give you a brief of what I really happened yes. Uh, under the prior to that there, uh, there was a 96 there was the world cup in india so i was probable uh, of the five bowlers that were selected i was one of the five bowlers for the camp for the camp and obviously for the when they announced the team you had uh, manoj prabhakar venkatesh rinath and salil got picked after that uh, this tour this what happened four or five months down the line when june was the a england series yes. obviously that's why i didn't know then and you had played for india air also against the england team england team had done well as well picked up wickets as well so so this happened and there was a big layoff of maybe a couple of months till the next tour so what my dad said was this is an opportunity to finish your uh, third year your bcom so why don't you focus your on on your studies right now finish it off and then you know look into because you don't know you, you're not part of the world cup right now and i assumed obviously because there were other fast bowlers for over that they would go and represent the for the series as well so for me it was like i am not going to get this opportunity to play, represent go to england i would rather emphasize focus on my studies and finish the, do my graduation and and then we'll see what happens so so for the next month and half i did nothing not bowled a single ball no training no fitness only focused on on the study so i just wanted to finish my ty once the world cup started once the world cup started and i just wanted to finish my ty and then move on and uh, i was giving my ty paper uh, one of the papers in uh, mmk college i think yes. that was my center so i just finished my paper i just after finishing came down my friend came in i said uh, came there to pick me up mm-hmm. and i said congratulations i said what happened i said you you been selected for england i said really so i that was that's was how i came to know that i was selected and the first thing that came to my mind was oh shit i'm not practice now what do i do uh, we were supposed to leave in the next 15 days or something the tour was in 15 days 10 days or 15 days and i had not bowled for a month nearly a month and half nearly more than 40 40 days or so no training no single so i said let's let me just just catch up now it's all a catch up game for me so i went to uh, oval elf academy there was fung- there was the elf thing going on so when there balusa was there so i didn't have a red uh, what i had was last because i had played a f- uh, we had played this uh, warm up game against zimbabwe uh, at rcf at rcf correct so i had that white new ball from a couple of white new balls kukabura white ball i think they were there for two days yeah so we yeah. played a game out there so i had had those two balls so i said i didn't even have a proper old new uh, uh, leather ball red color so i started bowling with the white ball at uh, i still remember elf and uh, you know that's how it that's how it started that's but but yeah i said i knew that uh, i had to this was an opportunity what was really happening then was in terms of uh, the way the selection went if you got an opportunity once and you missed that opportunity it you never uh, i would never you would never know that when you got the next opportunity or if you ever got it so that really stuck on my mind said i have got this opportunity to represent the country what do i do right now you know so i said let's let's go you know let's try whatever i can to 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 perform and i think that's how it's actually started so so my 
the tour that I went on, went to in England was only 10 days of bowling, 10 or 9 or 10 days of bowling and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's how I clearly remember the, the series. Yeah. Surely one of your disappointing aspects of your career? Yeah, a big learning as well for me. You know, so if I, if I look back right now and think, had someone been able to guide me, someone told me that, you know, simultaneously, even if you're studying, someone said, you, let's you keep practicing. You know, not do it every day, but maybe a couple of days in a week or three days in a week, your training and this, uh, I would have been far better prepared. But there was no one to guide you, uh, no one to help you with that. And also that because of other instances that happened in the past where people once have moved out of the you know, moved out of the Indian team, never got an opportunity to come back. That thing also works as a youngster in your mind. I said, you know, this is your dream. Dream to represent the country. You worked hard for so many years. You perform and now you got an opportunity actually to represent the country. It was very difficult for someone like a young guy for 20, 22 year old kid to say, okay, I'm going to miss this opportunity because I'm under, I'm not prepared. But that was also a learning for me, you know, something which I carry forward from that. I have no hard feelings for that. I felt bad at that moment. But if I look back right now, I said that that's what at least I got an opportunity. The positive side was I got an opportunity to represent the country. Not many people are able to do that. You know, so I was lucky enough to do it. Currently, if I been in that similar situation, I definitely would have approached it differently. Uh, part of your CV is uh, a World Cup winning uh, under-19 coach. That is also an opportunity for you to teach youngsters that look I went through this yeah. don't make this mistake yeah because it's a personal experience I think I can relate to what a player goes through I can then relate to the pressure they're going through of playing such games or tournaments because I faced failures as well so I can relate to the success I can relate to the failure which really helps me in kind of communicating with that particular kid and the way way he understands giving citing the examples tomorrow I can tell him that this is I've been through this you know, it's not only the and you're lucky enough. It's happening at the 19 uh, under 19 World Cup. It's not a senior World Cup, but it's mm. happened to me at the international level where I got the only opportunity I had. But this is what my personal experience has taught me. So, so it's easier to relate. This brings an end to our episode. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, Paras. I have I have known you for many years. I have uh, followed your career, but you've given me a new perspective to your career. So, thanks for that. Thank, thank you so much Clayton for inviting me, uh, really had a great time. I think it's after a really long time that we are sitting across like this and having a chat. I thoroughly enjoyed myself and, and once again thanks for the opportunity. Thank you.